Hello, everybody. Jules, we just lost 30 minutes. That wasn't my fault. It's, you listen. You lost 30 minutes. Okay, it is, I guess, technically my fault, and I apologize no, for that. No, it wasn't you. Garage I blame GarageBand, this professional-grade software, um, <laughs> for crashing. Oh, man. That hurts. Yeah, Nikki and I had a super cool conversation about the new Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. We also talked a little about theater as an art three-hour period dramas and how Nikki can't stand them and we actually went through everything that Nikki had done in the week Mm -hmm. and now it's all gone gone it's in a river it's in a digital river to hell so let's start the show yeah on a super happy and upbeat note about how we lost audio (laughs) hooray welcome to Tangential (laughs) We only barely know what we're doing. I'm Nikki. And I'm Jules. And this is the second time in the last hour that I've told you that this is a show ostensibly about the internet and the things that we do on it. Um, Every single week, Jules and I go through our internet search histories, pick out the things that we find the most interesting, and just kind of chat about them for a bit. Um, If you've not listened to the show, welcome. Hopefully, you enjoy it enough to subscribe to us on iTunes. But I'll do that stuff again at the end. Jules, whose turn is it to start this week? Um, How about we do the thing that we did? Which is to say that we go back and forth. The popcorn. I love popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn. I actually hate popcorn. I don't like popcorn that much. What? Okay. No wonder you hate movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like popcorn because it gets stuck in my teeth. That's like legitimately the, okay. the, the main reason here's why. A, here's a little tip. Uh-huh. It's called floss. Yeah. But like the, the po- in between me floss. being at the movie theater and then going to my home to floss, that's a here's really rough thing. 35 here's to 45 minutes. Toothpicks. A toothpick. Ah. What is this tool you speak of? <laughs> I think you should probably invest in a couple. They make carrying cap- cases as well. Oh, yeah, more stuff to put in my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, we all need more stuff. I learned how to use my EpiPen this week because I went to... Like, I started like immunotherapy this week because last week Jules gave me shit for not starting immunotherapy. So I went this week, and I started it. Um, immunotherapy is just a big scary word for allergy shots. I realized that, like, when I was telling people that I was starting immunotherapy, people were like, "Is that like chemo?" And I was like, "No, it's it's super not." They just like I just, I'm just getting shots every week. So I guess I'll just start calling it allergy shots. When I started getting the allergy shots, um, I have this new EpiPen, but I like never realized I didn't know how to open it. But I learned how to open it. You just have to twist. There's like a yellow and a black end. I'll show you this the next time I see you because it, it's kind of important information to know. There's a yellow end and a black end. You twist them opposite directions and then you pull it out. And then from there, it's self-explanatory. Um, but it's way more complicated to open and figure out than it, than my old one. EpiPens scare me. They're not cool. I mean, it's just a bit. It's a really big needle. They've very cleverly hidden, and it has to be long enough to get through jeans and into your thigh 
it also when I watched the video to explain how you use the EpiPen it directly instructed you to not put it into your chest your butt or anywhere basically other than your thigh or like your arm they were like don't do that because you'll die <sighs> why just why can't there be a better way there is that is the best way it's the fastest way I mean the, the best way I guess is to just not interact with the stuff you're allergic to but like I have to look at grass kind of frequently so it's a hassle that part um anyway whose turn is it to start because we didn't figure that out we're popcorning and I think it's you who start me start have you seen you the film start. get out I have I saw it for the first times. time that's a lot I saw it for the first time yeah. this week um in my black cinema class I didn't see it when it was like out and normal people were going to see it because I don't like scary movies and I got the idea in my head that this was a scary movie and I get I mean I guess it's suspenseful but it was, it's not an outwardly like horrifying film. It's a thriller. It's a thriller. I don't like those either, but it is a thriller. Um, I don't like being thrilled unless it's a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> but don't you not even like those? No, really? I love roller coasters. Mm. It just so happens that the roller coaster that I love the most is Space Mountain, which some people would barely call a roller coaster. Right. It, Got it's you. It's just it is my favorite one. Anyway, so get out. I saw it for the first time, and we also watched the alternate ending in my class, and I have a thing against alternate endings that is, like, mainly born out of, at, with the exception of the film Clue, a film entirely based on alternate endings with the best alternate endings in any piece of media, um, but my, my true hatred of the alternate ending is born out of How I Met Your Mother, which if you haven't seen the alternate endings to Himyum, you should go do that, um, because it'll just make you angry because it means that the creators couldn't commit to one single thing and they just made a thing that was like but what if we did this and made another group of people sad about the direction that we took this program um but the ending the alternate ending for get out involves so okay let me rewind if you haven't seen get out i guess the next 45 seconds are spoilers so just like skip um and the normal ending for get out uh chris is like on the main road leading to the armitage home and a police car comes up and the audience is like oh shit is it the cops who is it and then the door opens and it's a tsa logo because chris's best friend rod works for the tsa and they're like oh yeah he's been saved and then chris sits in the car and they drive away in the alternate ending when the door opens it is like new york state police like it's the police department the real police and they take him away and they take him to jail and then at the end, there's this, uh, there's another scene where Chris and Rod have a conversation inside of the prison where Rod is trying to get Chris to explain to the judge and the police, like, what happened. And Chris is like, I don't need to. I'm good. Basically referencing saying that, like, he stopped the problem. Like, he ended the problem. So, like, he's willing to go down with the ship, which is shitty because that kind of goes against the rest of the film that he's willing to then throw away his own body figuratively right. um to like throw it away in service of what so the actual ending is like the i think the way that it should have gone and that's why i guess it is the actual ending but the alternate ending like if that was the actual ending it would have made me not enjoy the film at all like it would have just unwritten the last hour and a half it would have made you really angry yeah and it wouldn't be 
And do you think Get Out's an empowering film? Was that a question to or me? Do you, yes. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if it's empowering. That's that's one of the things that um, it was one of the topics in like the assignment that we got. Um, yeah. That, like I didn't I didn't pick that prompt, but empowering. I don't know if it's the right word. More so that it is. It is a perversion of ideas that black people have about existing especially in the u.s that kind of justifies our our like place in all of it in a way that is not not to say that like i'm inspired now like i feel better as a black person it was more so that like i mean you might in that you feel like you have a director and, and writers who understand how you how you feel totally totally, totally. How from from a, from, a, from a work perspective yes from a story perspective i don't know if it like particularly did anything that was actionable other than mm-hmm. shine a light on little idiosync like a bunch of small idiosyncrasies that bling that being black in america makes you privy to and then strung them together into a piece that is actionable yes but i don't know if I don't know. I don't know if that explanation makes any sense or not. Yeah, it's not empowering in the way that something like Wonder Woman would be for white women. Right. Um, But yeah, alternate endings are bad, and this one was also bad. So big shouts to Jordan and all the people in the test uh, audiences who said, hey, this sucks for getting him (laughs) to take it out. (laughs) Um, Popcorn to me. It's your turn. Cool. So last week I said that Deagle was Smeagol's brother. That is incorrect. Oh my god. You lied to the audience. Deagle is Smeagol's cousin. And it was Smeagol's birth... Well, you're going to watch this, maybe. I don't know what you've... Oh, everyone. Nikki watched the first installment of the Lord of the Rings I franchise. I actually haven't asked him about it It. I was hoping that he'd talk about it you want to talk on the about podcast. Now? Yeah, because that was pretty much my first popcorn okay. point. I was just checking myself because I knew I wrecked myself. <laughs> um, Fellowship of the Ring is a good movie. Uh, it's a good, mm-hmm. fun time. It is three hours and 48 minutes long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a long-ass time. Um, so I passed out yesterday. I also do this fun thing where because my brain is bad at names um it well let me rephrase it it's bad at like fantasy names and i don't know mm-hmm. why that is well maybe because you haven't read a lot of like middle english yeah. or it's like super bad at fantasy names that kind so, of like, literature like my brain is it, it, my brain's like accustomed to kind this kind of stuff because in my classes this is what i'm constantly doing yeah. having to recall minuscule characters but continue yeah no, yeah, totally. I and just my brain got wired that lineage. way. Lineage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to, even when we watch Game of Thrones together, I know I annoy y'all because I can't remember any character names. I mm-hmm. identify people by either like literal the way they literally the way they look or shit that they did. I e scales. Yeah, I e scales for the girl that has scales on her body. Like that's just what her it. name was. Shireen was her name. Shireen. You know, Nikki. Wait, is it Shireen? <laughs> a lot of times, is her name Shireen? A lot of times that Nikki, <laughs> uh, that Jeffrey and I tried to correct you on this. Is her name Shireen? I, 
I feel like I don't have to tell you this. I'm gonna Google it. Shereen. Are you gonna type in Scaly? No, Girl, I googled Shereen. Her name is Shereen Baratheon. Yes. Great. Listen, I knew I got it, except for when mm-hmm. I couldn't get it, and I called her Scales. You guys understood who I was talking about, so whose fault <laughs> is it really? Um, you're, you place value behind the bad nickname. Anyway, so yeah, I for those of you who have no uh, idea what we're talking about, <laughs> Shereen Baratheon was the little girl that got burned alive at the uh-uh. stake on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Spoilers. She had grayscale. Um. Anyway, so where I started the movie last night, and I fell asleep at the part where the things that looked like Dementors stabbed the beds a bunch because that's the ones. Uh, where mm-hmm. they stabbed the beds a bunch. Cause but you realize it. that J.K. Rowling took that yeah, from Yeah, now Tolkien I totally realize that J.K. Rowling... Like, no like one's ever... Yeah. Totally. No one's ever had any original <laughs> ideas and all of that shit was born out of Lord of the Rings is the thing that I've realized. <laughs> but, but even... Right? Okay, so... So much stuff was taken from Tolkien, but Tolkien got his source material, not all of it, but a lot of it, from... Nordic and Celtic. And this is what I explained in the last yeah. episode. Nordic, Celtic, and Welsh uh, mythology. Yeah. But things like Nazgul's are, are really cool. They're super and cool. Original ideas. Um, yeah. And now they're just Dementors. <laughs> so when the Dementors stabbed the beds, I was like, that's awesome. And then I went to sleep. And then I woke up this morning <laughs> and watched the rest of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good fun. So what characters do you remember, like name wise? Boromir was one Yeah, you've you got Boromir. Right? Uh, and I called. Rip. I couldn't tell. Rip. <laughs> yeah, rip. I couldn't tell if because I watched it once when I was a youth boy, I remembered that he fucked up real bad and tried to get mm-hmm. the ring, or if like I just called it this or time just, around. Like, men are bad, and that's what they yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was that. You've got Legoland, <laughs> Legolas. <laughs> um. You've got Sam. Last name. His name Sam start, and starts with a G. Samwise. Nope, but his last name starts Gamgee. with a G. Gamgee. Yep. You've got Frodo Baggins. You've got the two idiots. Um, Mary and Pippin. Yeah, those guys <laughs> suck. Uh, you've got... <laughs> I agree, but they're cute. Gimli uh-huh. and Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Great, nailed it. You actually nailed the Fellowship except for the most essential character, debatably. Gandalf. Oh, who? Aragorn. Oh, yeah, and Aragorn is there also. Aragon, the dragon from the amazing. children's book. Aragon. <laughs> okay, I used to get that so confused <laughs> when I was little because I'd be like, I would always call him Aragon. Yeah. Um, oh. And that's the fellowship. Uh huh. Um, and then do you remember any of the elves' names? Absolutely not. One of them is Agent Smith. Who's <laughs> Kate Blanchett's character? That was Kate Blanchett. Oh, so, yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying. What's what's her? Oh, you don't know. Um, I don't know. Galadriel. Oh and yeah. Then, okay. Um, can you explain to me why Galadriel? So there's a part. Okay. So there's <laughs> she's a, so cool. She's super dope. But there's a part <laughs> where um, Frodo and Kate Cl- Blanchett are standing over a fountain, and then yeah. Frodo looks into the fountain, and then he almost falls in, and then the fountain turns into the Eye of Sauron. And then, oh, yeah. also, fucking, um, po- the Saruman, the Pokemon guy. Yeah. He's in there. <laughs> yeah, um, he is. Okay, but Frodo looks into the into the puddle, and then the puddle turns into the Eye of Sauron, and then, the, uh, Kate Blanchett's like, I, I also saw that. And Frodo's like, cool. And then there's a part where 
she gets real big and then like the like it the frame goes negative so she's like blue and the rest of like the thing around her is white and yeah, she's it's yellow. terrifying why yeah like why did that happen? why because the ring has power over everyone like Frodo is literally so the reason is when you start the movie you're like why is it this one hobbit why is he yeah. the only person who can literally do this and we don't really know why the only hint that we have is that he has a good heart and that he maybe has the best heart and can only carry the burden of the ring because of that because he's so selfless but even that is manipulated at times galadriel already is an extremely powerful elf queen but she's not immune to wanting more power aragorn can't have it um bilbo at one point could have it but in his older age and now that he's getting older and the youth is the thing that's been keeping him alive is the ring it's become his life source so he can't really have it anymore and also he's too old to bring it into the to the mountain okay here's my second question why didn't they just get on the fucking eagles (laughs) <laughs> okay honestly right <laughs> they had right. birds and um I, I think it's been explained by people before okay. but i still i still don't they really should have just got on the big either. fucking birds i think it's because they could be shot yeah that's down. what my roommate joey said uh he yeah. said that they might have dragons or something and then the dragons would see the eagles. I mean, the, yeah the nazgul's drag or i don't know what the nazgul's um the ring wraiths dragons are called or if they have specific names i don't know also did you know that galadriel is arwen's grandmother who's arwen arwen is aragorn's lover oh Liv tyler yeah that makes sense and then that's why they were um, giving each other her father's elrond yeah that and they knew each other i mean did you get the story of aragorn at all he was a guy and that's all I got. He was a guy. So his, his, either grandfather or great grandfather was. Oh, he's the king. Door. Also now. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, in the books, Aragorn is more haughty about the fact that he's he king. will be king, yeah. and like is he's there to claim the he's throne. He's a real Simba in, about it. But in the movie, but in the movie, he's more tentative about it. Um. Oh, there's so many more creatures left for you to see. Yeah, now I have to watch the rest of them. Oh, and then, so here's the he, here's some other fun stuff that I realized. I didn't realize Gandalf that dying. And huh? <laughs> what? Gandalf dying. I didn't realize that. And my axe was from this movie. Um, that's from this movie when the elf man, nope, the dwarf man, volunteers his services. Um. And then You Shall Not Pass is also in this movie. But I did not realize that Gandalf fucking lets go. Like, he was doing fine, and he just let go of the thing for no reason. Well, you'll see. Well, I know he's not dead, <laughs> but he's just like, I don't know why he let go. Right. Maybe they'll tell me why. Again, it's a giant fire demon, and he could have kill the rest of them no okay no but he he gets tangled up right and then he falls and Mm -hmm. then gandalf is holding on because if he if he had not held on to the thing 
um, he'd bring the demon back up, and then the fellowship would remain there uh, and try to help Gandalf. I guess. Um, additionally, Boromir was the one who said, "One does not simply." Yeah, Wait, that's that the also said? that's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, you yeah. just not, not simply walk into Mordor. This is other. Remember mm-hmm. that meme? TBT. Remember memes? TBT to memes. Remember yeah. when memes were just advice animals? Just that subreddit. Remember <laughs> yeah, Reddit? Animals. When, when it wasn't. Re- I mean, it's always been no, racist. No, I left Reddit like <laughs> far, four years ago. Yeah, I don't. Maybe five. I I still I go on two subreddits now, the Major League Soccer one and the NBA one, and that's it. Because it's the so only place really- I can get news and highlights for both of those leagues. Right. Um, yeah, it's a fun time, and now I have to watch the other two. Are the other the well, other two I'm are that long? I'm glad that right? you enjoyed it. Did I watch the extended version? How long was it when it was in theaters? Because I refuse to believe they put out <coughs> a three-hour and forty-eight-minute-long movie. Did you watch it on Netflix? I watched it on. No, I watched it on the internet. Um, <laughs> what did you say the time was? It was three hours and forty-eight minutes long. No, I think that's the movie cut. No yeah. way. Bullshit. There's no Dude. way in 2001 <laughs> they put out a three hour and 48 minute long film. That's why it was such a thing. <laughs> Wikipedia.org. People didn't want it to end. I mean, when I'm watching it, I don't want it to end. I still, uh, I don't know. Hold on. I'm look, I'm looking. See, this but up. this is a movie that can have multiple movies. At no as well as The Hobbit right. can At no point did I feel like... Even though the movie was four this hours, is taking too at, long. yeah, exactly. At no point did I feel like, ah, oh, this movie's taking too long, except for the part where I fell asleep because it was late. Right. Um. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Five hundred and fifty-eight minutes. What the fuck? Oh wait, no, that's all of them. Okay, hold on. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that would have been that would have been ridiculous. Um. I wish we could just call Jeffrey and ask him. Hold on. The internet says it's 178 minutes. Let me just go to Netflix and see what... Because I didn't watch the extended version. I actually haven't watched the extended version. I don't know. So since I've only seen... Like, cognizant. I've only seen the uh, extended version. I don't know what is in the extended version that isn't in the regular version. Wow, they started filming this movie in 1999. Oh, the other thing I was going to talk about was the CG. Basically, everything was good. You're right. Except Two hours and 58 minutes. Okay, so there was an extra hour. So you watched the extended version. So the only thing that looked bad, you were right, was the rock stuff. But also, the Kraken thing looked very bad. Oh, I, I like always forget that anyway. So it looked terrible. <laughs> um... But other everything else was pretty good, actually. But I, I and I think all the makeup for the orcs yeah, is super, super good cool. and still it's, looks and really it's like, good. It's like really cool and very gross. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's very disgusting. Um, and it's really cool. Do you do you? So you were making like allusions to race um, last mm-hmm. week and saying that like you would read things about the whole thing just being an allegory for race wars do you still yeah. think that's a thing mm-hmm. obviously there isn't any people of color within yeah the there not a lot of really cool people white people with blue eyes just a bunch of them yeah <laughs> um 
and I like that's obviously who Token wrote about. Yeah. And in 1999, I feel like no one felt the need to change that up mm-hmm. because diversity wasn't something we talked about. Well, and, or and everyone knows that we're discussion. only white people in 1999. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> um, yeah, so, so you think that there's still elements of if uh, only racism? Be, if only it? because there's no... I mean, I don't know. I might have to, like, watch more. And because the orcs weren't as... I mean, they were obviously a big deal, but, like, they were kind of not... They were not involved, really. Like, the villain in this movie was not the orcs outside of they were the things that they fought because you can't fight a metal ring with swords. (laughs) So, like... I didn't think that they were as, like, integral to the... But, like, I also don't know where it goes. So, maybe... I think there's just, like, the obvious imagery of light being good and dark yeah. being bad. But you'll find that in any kind of... Totally. ...mythology or medievalism, which is just, like, an entrenched, awful thing about culture that's always... Yeah. ...about, like, heroes and villains that has always been there because... Europe. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> because Europe. Um, yeah, I don't know. But the other thing... Um, and then, what? My brain stopped working for a second. And then the other thing that I was, uh, remembering is there was this Rooster Teeth series, it had to have been, like, four or five years ago now, called A Simple Walk into Mordor, where, like, two of the employees at Rooster Teeth flew to New Zealand and then did the walk, so they went all the way from the spot in New Zealand where the set is, and then they walked to the volcano where Mount Doom is. I'll say, I'll put the link in the bio. It's like I didn't have really any context when I watched it. I just liked the human beings that were in it, which is why I watched it. Well, that took that journey was like eighteen months. Yeah, well, so it did, did not. It did months? not. It did not take them eighteen <laughs> months, but they did walk the whole thing. Um, wow! And it's very cool. So, so I'll put that in the link down. Uh, I think yeah, I popcorn to you because that we spun off of this because of my first point. Go ahead. Here's my next Go. popcorn. <laughs> topic wait hold on i hate the word popcorn we can remove it from well, is we it don't have to it's say a bad it snack anymore food no i love popcorn i just don't want it to be like an integ an integral portion of our oh, show where we just market. are like pop over to you <laughs> no I'll pop back listen listen to what i can do now I learned um, a lot of The Judge by 21 Pilots on the ukulele over the course of the last week. That's cool. You've obviously gotten a lot better. Like, you should you should um, send a sound bit of when you first started playing ukulele or put it in the linkedom of when you first started playing ukulele so people yeah, can compare it. Yeah, I'll put it, it, I'll put it in. Um, it's fun. Learning instruments is really fun. I mainly did it because I was jealous of the people I lived with. Um, because they all can play instruments. The, the two of them can play instruments, and I can't. Um, it's just that like the hardest, art, honestly, the hardest part is like actually sitting down and doing it. Because I have a hard time sitting down and doing anything. Um, mm-hmm. but it's fun. I it's just like 
the other thing is I only I'm also stuck in the spot where I want to I want to learn songs that I know because it's easier for my it's easier for my brain to do it if I can like pull up the song on Spotify or whatever and kind of play along but all the songs that I know the reason I'm picking them is because I know they have really easy guitar or ukulele like stems so they're not really hard so I'm not really challenging myself so like the part that I just played is like it's not uh, it's not that many notes so I'll walk I'll just walk through it this is gonna be a fun uh, imagine a YouTube tutorial except there's no video part so you can't see the instrument so it's just like the intro to the judge by Tone on pilots is uh, just a minor F C D minor A F C and then it basically just repeats that and it's just that like whole song basically which is like <laughs> fine it's just not that difficult so i just right. need to like explore and like figure out my comfort zone but that's basically that was a huge chunk of what i did this week i just looked up you, you like if i type the letter u in now into chrome the first result is like yukitabs.com and I guess it will be that forever for the rest of time. But yeah, now it's your turn. What was the second thing you did this week other than get me to watch Lord of the Rings? <laughs> um, I've been looking up UCLA's commencement speeches oh. from back in the day. Or um, the English department's commencement speeches. I guess I'm getting in the mood to graduate. Old. Um, yeah, getting old. I mean, my graduation isn't till June 18th. It's, a, it's literally a month after mine. Yeah. Yep. Are you excited? Um, Have they been cool? Well, last year they had Randall Park come. He graduated from the English department, oh, which is Casually. Cool. Yeah. A lot of cool people um, went to UCLA and specifically studied English. Uh, yeah. I guess I've... I don't know. How do you feel about graduating? fine i don't want to go to the actual graduation yeah i couldn't care less like about the actual ceremony like i'm i'm very excited and happy to be done and out of here i could not care less about the ceremony itself i i am happy that i only have to go to the english department's ceremony which i think only around 300 students attend so that's cool that's cool it'll be tiny i don't have to sit through the entire thing yeah but it's still in the poly pavilion oh gross so okay it's fine it's at a good time i think it's at three o'clock yeah so that's good for pictures and stuff like that my um some some are at seven thirty, eight o'clock which sucks because you can't even like yeah take a picture with any of the stuff you just got usf is at that <laughs> awkward bad stage or like size school wise where it is uh, it does not make any sense to break it up by major because some majors only will have maybe like 60 graduating seniors um right and like obviously we're not something like RISD where like that makes sense so you're only graduating like 300 kids so w it makes more sense to graduate the entire class together and walk everyone up like regardless of major but that means that i have to sit there as business kids walk past how many people like a thousand at probably. least probably mm -hmm. um so my legitimate so plan many. i'm sure i've mentioned this before 
my legitimate and honest plan is I will have my switch and I will have a pair of headphones in and then someone will tell me when it is they've get gotten to G and then I will stand up, retrieve my diploma, sit back down and continue to play Mario Kart until it's over because like I don't care and they're going to have like some sort of terrible generic tech bro to speak like I don't know. Oh, you already know who this is. No, but like that's what it usually is or it's some generic old white lawyer that like has no cultural relevance so like because no one cool has ever graduated from our school <laughs> so but sometimes they get cool speakers we don't yeah. we just don't it's really sad <laughs> um but we'll see the like the, the the coolest person to graduate from here is london breed she our so the san francisco mayor died randomly like in mm-hmm. the middle of last year um, right. Or not at the middle, in the middle of last year, like at the end of the semester. Or maybe he died at the beginning. I don't know when he died. This is how connected to San Francisco I am. The mayor died in a grocery store randomly. Oh my gosh. They were then replaced him because there was no. How like, old was he? Huh? How old was not he? Not old. Ed Lee was like in his 60s. Oh, wow. How old was Ed Lee? 65. He's like had a heart attack or something in the grocery store. Which is fucking terrible. Um, that is terrible. They replaced him with... Because of the way that San Francisco works, there's like a board of... There's like a board underneath the mayor. And then the head of that board is basically... Replaces the mayor when the mayor... Like if something happens to the mayor. So the mayor died and London Breed, who went to our school, was put... Was made mayor. Like acting mayor. And then the rest of the board... She's a black woman. The rest of the board is just a bunch of white people like voted her out of the mayorship, replaced her with a generic white guy, and now he's mayor, but we still haven't had an election or anything to get a real mayor in. So now San Francisco like politics are super messed up because they think it's a race thing that she was replaced because she was black and a woman and they did not like people think that the rest of the people on the board did not feel she was an appropriate leader both in skill set and visually to represent the ideals of the city so it's like it's a whole thing that's happening up here re san francisco politics it's real fun (laughs) um but yeah how did we get there uh i was talking about graduating oh yeah so like (laughs) they could get her maybe (laughs) like i don't know like i don't know who they could get but do you have... I, I actually don't know this. Does UCLA have, like, a concert thing? Or does that do not mean? happen? We have Bruin Bash in the beginning of the oh, year. Oh, you only have the one? Who performed it? I mean, we constantly are having people perform at Royce Hall. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you typically have to pay for that, but it's not too expensive, you know, we for UCLA. We have so. this thing called Donneru, which is just the... It's like the spring music festival that like we all pay this campus activity fee that basically i i honestly think it's just a money like that that sits for a while and then sometimes they spend it other times like who knows where it goes this year they somehow got SZA to come yeah it's super exciting pretty pretty rad um i don't know how they afforded like how they got the money for that because i feel like SZA's pretty expensive um but that's cool for those people who are gonna 
die over the fact that Sis is coming. So, I I also think that that's like like not like public knowledge yet. So, oh. that's fun. <laughs> I may have just leaked some information. Oops. <laughs> um. What will happen to you? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> This isn't this isn't information that I learned through school. It's information that I learned socially. Uh, mm-hmm. So no repercussions for your boy. Um, yeah, I filed taxes, and by I filed taxes, my mom filed taxes for me. Oh my god, that's what Amy said the other day. <laughs> I was like, "Do you file taxes? Do you make enough per year or every year yet?" And then she's like, "My mom files taxes for me." Yeah. And I was like, "Great." Um, I did you. not think that I made enough. <laughs> I made enough, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I uh, have more money than I expected coming to me in a return That's cool. in two to three weeks. Which is going to be perfect for New York. Um, it's your turn now. It's your next it thing. Is. Um, I was updating my resume Ooh. and I was like, wow, I need some new verbs up in here. <laughs> so I... Uh, checked up, checked on, just looked up a bunch of words or like action verbs to to insert into your resume, and um, there's so many really amusing lists with like the most ridiculous verbs. Honestly, if I saw these verbs on someone's resume, I would be this. I, I would just say this person is completely full of themselves <laughs> and also just is best friends with a thesaurus. But um, like words like orchestrated pioneered Ugh. outpaced oh overhauled forged outperformed i forged relationships if, any, if any of those words were on any resume that i had reviewed i would just say no i'm not hiring you Jules, but <laughs> you forge relationships with your b2b partners as you outpaced and outperformed all of your uh, revenue goals year over year for the fiscal year of 2017 and how else are you going to tell people that you did all of those things if you don't use those very I good verbs? pioneered the industry uh-huh. <laughs> in a completely new direction. Jeez. And I will never be outpaced. Mm-mm. Outrun, outlast, hit them quick, get out fast, chick a plow. I don't understand. Like, the art of the resume, like, makes no sense to me because... I feel like they. I feel like the rules. On you what need it's some big names be. on it, and that's it. Yeah, like, like totally. <laughs> but I also feel like the ru- like the rules on what words you're supposed to be in it change so constantly, and no one ever lets anyone know like right. what it's supposed to be. We all need, um, just like employment agents mm-hmm. with us at all times, just telling us the trends of of how to get jobs. I think that's what a good know? like college. Uh, career services department supposed to be yeah but then once you graduate you don't have access to that anymore so you become out of the loop apparently noah still has access to RISDs for five years That's which is cool. wild most schools do not yeah, my, my school that. does not do that i think you get one year after you leave we don't get any a million <laughs> people go to your school yeah <laughs> um mm-hmm. that's wild so did you get it into tip top efficiency shape yeah yeah i'm no longer using indesign though it just like wow so what does it look like your resume was really it cool. looks relatively the same oh. just a different font is it in what are you is it doing it in word now like some sort of chump uh <laughs> yeah in, in <laughs> google docs <laughs> 
yeah um yeah my resume is like such a it is it is so precarious in its construction um that like i'm afraid to touch it yeah i have I, to be very coming up i had to add two new things so i was like yeah. you know i just have to throw all this out yeah. and start i might have scratch. to do that are you doing any fun job hunting um kind of someone offered me i mean the, oh what oh go ahead uh, someone mm-hmm. offered me twenty five thousand dollars to live in new york city via a linkedin message oh wow that's so cool <laughs> you could definitely and, and in a live. full-time position they offered me 25 grand um you could definitely that would cover your moving uh-huh <laughs> so, so uh just kidding it doesn't cost that i'm much uh i'm on the road to employment it's really expensive. Yeah. um no. that's exciting though it's a job offer uh, yeah sure for below minimum wage <laughs> <laughs> wait how what job and it was like a social like position a, but it's full-time that's illegal uh-huh I don't understand yes <laughs> okay well. um yeah i get like emails from linkedin every day now and i'm like on linkedin every day now it's real fun like this part sucks like, this is like a really <laughs> shitty part of the uh i'm i'm allowing myself to have a year of just because i didn't have a gap year when i was going to college and kind of wanted one just to travel Mm -hmm. i'm allowing this year to be the year of me trying out multiple jobs and also traveling before i want before you do real jobs i can't do that real job because i ostensibly may never have a real (laughs) job (laughs) you don't have a real Um, job a job where money comes in and you can eat and pay yeah. rent. I guess qualifies as a real job. Um. Yeah, I have. I I also am like not. I can't. Since since I did do the chill thing for a bit when I was going like in between Hofstra and Activision, and like my I didn't like that. I don't know if I could do it again. But I don't know if I. Well, you had that year, you know. Like, yeah, and like I don't like, know if I didn't. Enjoy you would have graduated. It. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't. I just don't know if mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it at all, or if I didn't enjoy it because of like the situation I was in specifically. So right. like, I don't know. But I'm kind of excited to work as long as I end up in a spot where I am doing something that is exciting and not uh, mind numbing. You can't put that much pressure on your first job, <laughs> honestly. Though you really can't. Yeah. Like I'll just be disappointed, regardless. No, you're you're gonna find something that excites you, but you also have to beware that you are 22 years old and um, it's gonna take some. Time. I don't know about you, but I'm <laughs> feeling 22. Everything's gonna be all right. See, Taylor knows. I haven't. I didn't even know she had a new album. That's or a, like the album that she did have. Like I don't know any of the songs. I, d- on, I have know? not listened to it. Yeah. I listened to the. I, I listened to the first ever. two singles, and I have not listened to any of the other songs on the album. Even when 1989 came out, I, I still don't think I've listened to all of those songs. Yeah, because the back half of that album is bad. <laughs> um. Ugh, whatever. Wait, hold on. You pop to you. <laughs> Here's my pop wait taylor swift hold on hold on hold on is this that's hard hold on hold is this hard i know all these notes i just don't know the strumming pattern 
how does this song go? How does love story? What go? song is this? Oh, oh, oh. Um. Uh, you're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. Oh, we were both young. Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what am I singing? I don't know. Not love story. Oh, I'm singing. You belong with yeah. me. Okay. How does love wait, story wait, go? Um. We were both young yeah. when I first saw you. And the flashback starts. I'm standing there on a balcony. On a balcony. This isn't wrong. Air. Okay, we can be done. Little did I know. I just want to get to the the. You were on yeah. the you were I want to get to the chorus. Hold on, we're almost there. That's when she still had the country twang. I don't. It doesn't. I know the strumming pattern. That's the other hard thing about learning the ukulele. The it's illegal. Like le- like legally, you're not allowed to put the strumming patterns and the chords in the same place. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it is a literal repro- reproduction of the music, and they consider that to be piracy. It is. It is. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but like, you can't even be like, it's fair use for educational purposes. They like that's not even allowed. But it's. N- so I, don't know. I ha- you have to go to get the strumming pattern. You have to go to YouTube, um, where I guess the rules are different. Like I don't really know, but they don't outline all of the chords in one spot with the lyrics. So like, you have to go to one. You have to go to YouTube. Well, maybe to get it's the like printing patterns. a um a script. It's like you can't really find scripts yeah. for movies unless they've been yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have to go to YouTube to get the with, strumming pattern, yeah. and then you go back to the chord website to get the chords, and you have to remember the strumming. It's a whole thing. Um, yeah. Super Eight cameras oh, are coming God, back. Get it out of my head. Yeah, sorry about that. Super Eight <laughs> cameras are coming back, and I'm recording a film, do, making a film. I'm I'm putting some pictures together in order, um, at a rate of 24 frames per second, um, in what people call traditionally a film. And uh, I'm using a Super 8 camera to do it because I'm in an experimental film class and I guess film cameras are experimental now. Like, I don't really know how that tracks. Um, but I'm pretty excited about that. The school has a handful of cameras that they're letting us use um, to make these films. But our professor said that Kodak is sending a person to come talk to us maybe because they have a new camera they have a new super 8 camera kodak is making a new super 8 camera um this camera is digital so you can put an sd card in there and record and that's pretty cool it also records obviously to super 8 film and it has a screen and like a microphone input and all that great stuff so you can like use it to get the best of both worlds as it was as it were Except that the camera costs two thousand American dollars. Jules, are you excited to buy this camera? I just told you that I may ostensibly never have a job. So yes, so <laughs> can't wait. Congratulations on your purchase. Um, let me tell you about YouTube.com. You can do anything there. Taser rat. Who cares? I guess oh YouTube cares. Oh my god. I guess cares. Uh, in this specific scenario, I guess YouTube does care. Um, Otherwise, though, it's fucking Wild West out there. I don't know. I just don't understand why Kodak is charging this much for this camera. I mean, it looks really cool. You can click on the link. It's in the link dump. It, like, looks really cool, and the footage that comes from the camera looks 
amazing like it's gorgeous but like two thousand dollars is too much especially when like the spirit of the super eight was that anyone could buy it and it wasn't cost prohibitive and the process of getting your camera and filming your stuff and like showing it to people was the whole damn thing and now you've like put a two thousand dollar barrier in between getting the camera and filming and showing that stuff to people when everyone has a very good camera in their pockets which isn't to say that like i i am i'm a firm believer of the best camera is the one that you have on you and for a lot for many people that is the phone but for a very long time that was a super eight camera for a lot of people right um and there's a there's 100 percent a space there for the people to be carrying around a super eight style camera and their phones and they would be incentivized to pull out the super eight but not if it costs two iphone tens to do so or you could buy a sony a7 for the same price like it just doesn't make any sense but i think that was my last thing shout out to kodak shout out to kodak um reinventing themselves. yeah reinventing themselves the technology they've they're making yeah. cryptocurrency and uh making some very expensive cameras did you know that zayn malik released a song in hindi i did not i forgot yeah, that did. was a man that you existed Bollywood class right right i didn't know i forgot that he existed to be completely honest Yeah. I've Googled Zayn Malik, and uh, did you know that Yolanda Hadid said that Zayn Malik is the ultimate gent? Ugh, God. I don't want to talk about Zayn anymore. I just thought that was a fun <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Um, But yeah, you took a Bollywood class, it right? Did. Pretty interesting. Yeah. What did you learn from that class? Nothing that I could <laughs> tell you, because I don't remember very much. Great. This is how Nikki does school. Um, it, what else if did it's I do? not, I think, listen. Because, go ahead. <laughs> Nothing. I don't have an excuse. It's unexcusable. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was trying to bail you out. Um, I guess the other thing that I did this week was stock my TA, which is like. Wait, you did what? Okay, you know when you have to pick new classes. This is the last time I've ever, I'll ever have to pick new classes, right? Uh-huh. Unless you um, until you go to grad school, but yeah. <laughs> which, ostensibly, may uh-huh. never happen. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um, you stalk your TAs sometimes just to figure out like what they've done or why they're cool <laughs> or like why they okay so in UCLA's production pro- um, grad program there there aren't a lot of spots and anyone in the film grad school program usually has a pretty impressive resume so that's what I've been doing with all of my TAs and just like trying to compare them to me and like where I should be in the next five years if I want to apply to grad where school is the, where is the one that has done the least but is still a TA what have they done um they're from a different country so I don't want to like talk about them <laughs> just or reveal Lame. their name but yeah, don't knock um, them out <laughs> They're from a different country, so um, I'm not sure if, like, it's different in that um, they don't have to produce ads. I don't, I don't know. She, she's only produced one film, and um, she seems she's pretty She's only cool. made one whole movie. <laughs> it's just that some of them have, like... 10 credits under their belt with different things and 
they're all such impressive people and they still want to further their education in this way but it's cool because when you're in grad school you can do internships at places because you have the school credit to justify it so huge companies will still hire you as a student and possibly as someone they'll they'll want to hire later because they know you're well-educated, obviously, and have been learning specifically about whatever it is they'd like to hire you for. Um, yeah. The moral of the story is don't compare yourself to, to other people. And especially don't compare yourself to grad <laughs> students when you are finishing your undergrad. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard not to do that, though. Because for all your life, you've been a student. Yeah. For all my life, I've had to learn... <laughs> and on that bleak note, that's the, that show. the show. Thank you wow. for listening. <laughs> it was comedy. Um, yeah. What a week. Mm-hmm. We're almost at President's Day week, though. It's a four-day week. Yeah, Kalina's coming home. Yay! I'll probably go home for the weekend. Are you coming? For President's LA? Day? Are no. Because I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. I So, I finished my spring break planning. I know you're all, you've all been waiting to hear what I'm doing for spring break. Uh, I'm going to LA for half of it and then New York for the back half. Um, but I have literally six days in between my return from New York and going back home for Easter. So I'm not coming home that weekend <laughs> or like this coming weekend. Um, right. cause I like, I going to be in LA so soon after spring break. Um, but my Easter break is also long because I don't have class on Fridays and we are on mm-hmm. Thursdays and we, Miss we school is closed Friday, so I can leave on Wednesday. So I'm leaving mm-hmm. from Wednesday to s- Monday morning. That's nice. Yeah. I'm in school for f- fourteen, not even fourteen days, in um. March. Wow. Although wait, let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have ten days of class in March. I envy you. <laughs> I don't even get break until April. Ugh, gross. Or it's actually the end of March, but I'm still going to be working, yeah. and the show that I work on goes on hiatus for two weeks at the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time I'll really get a break. <laughs> and I'm going to visit Nikki. Yay! In San Francisco. We'll have an in-person recorded episode. <laughs> we'll both sit in this bad, this tiny closet. Do we have no to? <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah oh one last thing a couple weeks ago i talked a lot of mess about overwatch league and how there were no women in the league despite the fact that there were a bunch of very good women uh shanghai signed gaguri who is the best female player in the world right now um and she is probably the best flex tank in all of professional Overwatch right now, so Shanghai signed her, and she will be starting playing. She will start playing uh, in two weeks when Stage Two starts up. So that's fucking great. I'm really, really happy that someone, for some reason, I'm not happy that they had to like quote take a chance on her because she's gonna be great. Um, but I'm really happy that someone eventually got around to doing it. It took them way too fucking long though. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool that it's happening, and hopefully, 
she uh, opens the floodgates, as it were. But yeah, that's uh, what's the internet this week? <laughs> we did the whole, all of it, all of the internet. <laughs> all of it covered. <laughs> um, we didn't talk about Kylie Jenner's baby once. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the video, but is the child named Stormy? With an that's I. That's dumb. Uh, I don't want to say it's dumb. I want to say it's dumb, because I think it's dumb. Especially considering the whole uh, conversation around the name Stormy in the last two months has been about the president and how he had sex with a porn star named Stormy. Yeah, that was the joke. That was the joke. That seems ill-advised. I mean, do what you want. It's your kid. You're right. It is her kid. Uh, There were people around me in my classes who were like, now I want a baby. And one of my professors was like, you don't have the money like what you don't have kylie jenner money why do you want children now and they were like oh it's because she's just so cute and she was so beautiful (laughs) just like no you're like what are you talking you're 20 and do not have millions of dollars to support a child she's half a billionaire that's fucking wild yeah what do you do with that much money i guess have a kid well i think she said that she just like wants to move to malibu and not be famous anymore which is the dream (laughs) Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't really want to end the show with Kylie Jenner. Okay, you want to end the show with a meningitis anniversary week? Uh, we could do that. Also, just side note, I don't know if you know if the villain of Black Panther is Andy Circus, which is cool. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, I knew that. So the villain that we were. T- oh, you did. did. Okay, know. cool. Martin Freeman's also in it, so two people. Two from people. I keep forgetting that Martin Freeman is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe until I see Martin Freeman. And I'm like, hey, it's Martin Freeman. That happens every time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just just happy that that Andy Serkis gets to show his real face in this one. I mean, he gets to. And I mean, you haven't gotten there yet. I guess. No, I have not. But how the fuck? What? (laughs) How? Okay. Okay. You'll you'll see it in Return of the King. Okay, Return of the Jedi. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is that it? Are we done? Did we do it? Yeah. I think we did it. We did. I think we produced the we program did. after losing Hooray. half of it in a terrible, terrible accident. I think we have Tragic done it. Accident. Death by crocodile. Rest in peace. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> And on that do you get that reference? Yes, I do. <laughs> on that very okay. good note, that is the <laughs> end of our show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find Jules and I on the internet by typing our names into various search boxes, but you can find myself on Twitter at Godzilla, and you can find Jules on Twitter at JS Clemic. You can find both of us on Instagram, which is where we post the trailers for this show. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Chasing Grayson. That's me, obviously. And you can find Jules at JS Clement. You can find the show on Twitter at Tangential underscore. What else? Where else? There's one more that I'm missing. Oh, you can email the show at tangentialpod at gmail.com. And you, uh, I'm doing a really bad job of this. You can find the show at tangential.xyz. And you can listen to this episode and every other episode we've ever done. And find the show notes and thank you, for this episode. Louie. Uh, what else? What else? What else? There's one other thing. Oh, thank you, yeah. Louie. Big thanks to Louie Zong for letting us uh, use our theme song off of uh, Jam 2. You can find the link to Louie's Bandcamp in the description for this episode. And I think that's it. What a clunky and bad outro that I did there. Truly terrible. Bye.
ไป